Welcome to the Fox River Podcast. This season of Lent, we are focusing on a biblical theme while exercising a brief meditation, resulting in a spiritual resonation of our hearts and minds as we live faith out in our daily lives. Lent is a time to intentionally pursue an encounter with Christ in a deeper, more personal way as we anticipate the observance of Good Friday and the celebration of Easter Sunday. For additional Lent devotionals, download the Fox River app or follow us on your favorite social media outlet at Fox River CC. And now, your host, Pastor Bill Gunderson. Twenty twenty two, only eleven days until spring. By the way, that's a good thing. Anybody looking forward to spring? Yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about. Me too. Spring's coming. And this is the Pause for Lent podcast. We're here at the Waukesha campus, Fox River, and we are live streaming right now. Now, those of us here, we know that, but online, man, that's good information. You are always welcome to join us if you are willing and able. More the merrier. But listen, we're streaming all around the world on YouTube at this very moment. We're also streaming via the Fox River app. So right now is a great time to subscribe to the Fox River YouTube channel if you haven't done that. Also, Hit that bell, click that bell for notifications. That way you'll get notified when we're going live. And then on the Fox River app, if you haven't downloaded that, like, come on, it's time, right? It's time. Get the app. All right? I encourage you also to share this Pause for Lent podcast with somebody that you care about and with somebody that the Lord loves. There's going to be some good stuff that we talk about today, and you never know what God might do. He might just use something in here um, to speak to somebody. And we're going we're gonna to get a little bit more into that, but let's pray. Father, we thank you for today. Today is a blessing. God, we ask for another blessing, that you would bless this time that we have here together, Lord. Give us ears to hear from you. Give us the grace that we so need to respond. But Lord, above all, we pray this, that you would be glorified. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Men. All right. Cool. So we've got, we've got uh, a dog at home. Her name is Biscuit, and she is a little white and, and fluffy dog. And she's awesome. I uh, actually used her as a prop, um, a living live prop on stage a year or two or three ago, something like that. And, and people thought she was a puppy. So she's super, super cute. Okay. Um, she's great with the kids. You know, she's the type of dog that like never bites anybody. She never has bitten the kids or a neighbor or anything. You can pull her hair and she just kind of yelps a little bit, but she won't snap at you or anything. So great family dog. Um, but Biscuit is 15 years old and, uh, and she doesn't see or hear all that well anymore. Um, when she smiles, she has no teeth. Uh, except for the ones that are still there and are like totally rotten and wiggly. It's just like, oh, and her breath is just fierce. Um, and, and she has, uh, she has, um, Nicole, where, where are you? Yeah. Okay. So you're like, totally, this is like totally true. Right. So, and then, um, she has some issues with going number one and number two. Right. So, I mean, there's like kind of these, these things going on and, and, we're kind of reaching that point. We've, we've been at that point, honestly, for, um, I don't know, probably well over a year, probably two years, somewhere in that department of like, oh, man, we know what we need to do, but we don't want to do that. Um, but, yeah, it's time, it's time to, to, to put her down, I think. And um, so this Friday at 4 p.m. Is, 
is a day that I'm not looking forward to. So, um, yeah. So personally, it's just going to be difficult, obviously, but but also for the family. And, um, yeah, it's going to be tough. Right? I, I, I wish, like, this is all going somewhere, um, but it's I, I wish declining health. Now, I know we're just talking about our family pet, um, but you can take it broader, right? Uh, I wish declining health wasn't a part of this world. I wish that people didn't get sick. I wish that there was no death of any kind. That would just be literally how God designed it. That, that would be really, truly heaven on earth. And that day's coming, by the way. Um, I mean, I just wish we didn't have to deal with that. I wish we didn't have to make tough decisions like if and when to kill our dogs, you know? Uh, and that's a really harsh way of saying it, but, but it's like, it's true. You know, I wish, I wish we didn't have to do that. This world, I'm going to state the obvious here, this world is dark, right? It and everything in it is dying. There's like this, this dissension or this descending towards um, death, really, right? Um, but death isn't the only kind of darkness in our world. There's also suffering and sadness, and there's a lot to unpack there, but there's also divorce and devastation from the latest natural disaster or, Lord, I hope this doesn't happen, nuclear war. Um, there are family, uh, famines excuse me, and wars. There's rumors of wars. Right? So there's constant stress. Right? There's broken promises from all, all types and all levels of leadership, the ones who are supposed to be leading us, finding out things that shouldn't be true. Uh, and there's disappointment over unmet expectations and, and unrealized dreams, you know, that maybe we've been kind of dealing with for decades, okay? Just, man, I had this dream, and it just never, never quite manifested, you know? And, and that hope is like kind of all but is extinguished. I think all these are qualities of, of just darkness, you know, things that aren't supposed to be but, but still are. Right, And the reason it bugs us so much is because God planted this in our hearts. Like, man, it's not supposed to be this way. right? But, 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 but there it is. The darkness is there. Now, Lent is a period of 40 days. No Sundays, by the way. But Lent is a period of 40 days leading up to Easter. And that's the day that changed everything. During Lent, what we do is we ready ourselves for the resurrection. Right? And as we draw near to God, what we do is we look for his light. God is a light giver, by the way. Now, some of us know this to be true, but let's just verify this with Scripture real quick because we talked a lot about darkness. Let's talk a little bit about light, okay? Here we go. This is from Genesis 1-3. And God said, what did he say? Amen. Let there be light. And there was light. John 1-4. In him, in Jesus, was life, and the life was the light of men. All right? Life, like physical life, comes from Jesus. And then Revelation 22, 5, when, when everything's said and done, and, and literally heaven has come down out of the sky and joined with earth, heaven on earth, and it's going to be, be like that for all of eternity at that point. Watch this. God says, and night will be no more. 
They will need no light of lamp or sun, for the Lord God will be their light. See, God brings light in the beginning. God brings light at creation, right? But also when every person becomes alive and he provides light and he brings light even at the end. God is a light giver. Now, back to darkness. (laughs) The darkest kind of darkness is spiritual. All right, so we listed off some legitimate things, right? I mean, we kind of went through all these things that are messed up and, and wrong. Yet there's a spiritual realm that exists, right? I'm talking about the devil and demons and, and, and you know, principal, all, all of that. Like, like there's a dark realm out there. Thank God, by the way, that we can't see it because we would all be in the fetal position. Okay, just all constantly. Okay, look, oh my gosh, you know. So, so God, thank you for protecting us from that. We can't see all of that. But there's a certain spiritual darkness that resides in the human heart, isn't there? Right? And here's what it feels like. Unbelief. Like, you ever, you ever read something in God's word and you're like, ah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> I'm not sure. Right? Or, or in the moment, right? Like, like. Jesus says it's better to, uh, better to give than to receive. You're like, ah, I, don't, I don't know about that. I really like getting stuff. Giving, is, that hurts. You know, I don't know if that's really better. Right? So it's unbelief. That's, that's what it feels like, that spiritual darkness. That's what it feels like. Here's what it looks like. Unwillingness or defiance toward God. All right, I, gotta, I just don't want to follow you right now, God. All right, that's a form of spiritual darkness. That's, I'm not... I'm not I'm not going to say yes to you. And here's what it sounds like whenever we say no. We say no to God. And there are gazillions of examples of that. Now, the beauty of it is this. We have an opportunity today. And I don't care where any of us are at. That doesn't matter. We have, each of us have an opportunity today during this season of Lent to let light in. John 1, 5, here's what God tells us. The light of Jesus shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Ever notice how light always wins? You ever ever, uh, been outside or or maybe in a dark closet as a kid? You're playing a game, no bottles, by the way, but you just kind of like playing a game, and then you turn a light on, you know, or a flashlight on, you're clicking on, and all of a sudden, like, the room lights up, doesn't it? It's not like the light comes on for a second and then the darkness just takes over, you know, like because the darkness is really strong. No, the light always wins, doesn't it? If you have a little bit of light in a dark place, the place lights up. Isn't that amazing? Huh. You see, God has given us light. He's given us Jesus. And he's giving us a chance to let the light in. But he's also giving us a chance to let the light in. Win. So what are those dark places in your heart that could use some light? Now, a lot of times, if, if we're anything like each other, nobody knows about those places. Okay? I might even put on like a facade of some kind, like, ah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Like, I'm a pastor here at Fox River, so I better have all my stuff together. You know, like, yeah. So 
You know, and I like to smile, but sometimes it's like I just tell myself to smile and everything's not all right. Because so, there's just this, this darkness that I've allowed to kind of continue, right? So, so what are those dark places in your heart that you might be the only one that knows about, that they could really use some light? What are those areas of your life that you could bring the light into? Man, it's time to, you know, turn on the flashlight in, in that part. It's time to, to kind of invite Jesus. Would, would you bring your light into this part of my life? What are those hurts? Anyone been hurt? Yeah. Everyone has. What are those areas of disappointment? You know, I mean, just, just being honest. Like, man, I didn't think it was going to be like this. You know, and maybe it's nobody's fault. It's just the way things turned out. Like, man, I just, you know, and, 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 and we just allow those things to fester almost. And they come bitterness. And then they just kind of like affect how we think and talk and live. Like, what are those things in our life? Has a part of you died? You go through something real serious, right? And I've been there for a time. God rescued me. But what are those parts of you that's like, man, I just, I just feel like that part of me is, is honestly just doesn't exist anymore. It's just dead, you know? Light is, please hear this, light is life. And what God is giving us an opportunity to do this Lenten season, even in this very moment, he's giving us an opportunity to draw near to him and to invite the light of Jesus Christ into our hearts, that his light would indeed shine in our hearts and overcome any and all darkness that is in there. might sound impossible. Some of those dark places, man, they've been dark for a while maybe, right? But it is possible. And like Pastor Rob said on the weekend, for those of us who heard it, it's worth it. So I want to invite us to do two things right now. They're really simple. First one is this. I'm going to light this candle. Not right now, but in a minute. And as we light this candle together, I want to invite everyone to pause. Reflect on any darkness that resides or exists in your heart, maybe is even playing out in your life like other people might even notice it, right? Because that's the latter stages of it, right? And then look at the candle, right? So you reflect and then look at the candle and decide this is your choice now. God's not going to do this for you. This is your choice. Decide to let the light of Christ into that area of your life. Allow Jesus, the one who shines, the one who overcomes darkness. Allow Jesus to shine and overcome the darkness in your heart, in your life. Surrender it. Let the light in. That's the first thing. Second one is this. You can't do this here. But light a candle at your workplace or light a candle at home somewhere, okay? Get creative. Maybe... Maybe, you know, you're going for a train ride, and it's like, I'm going to light a candle on a train until they tell me to put that out because it's dangerous, you know, something like that. But as you see the light from its flame, let it remind you to continue letting the light of Jesus into your heart because we can have great intentions in this moment, can't we? 
right? And we can even turn things around. Jesus, I'm just surrendering to you in this moment. And man, I'm going to be like in a seven minute hot streak. Woo, that's seven minutes in a long time. And then all of a sudden you get in your car, right? Or all of a sudden you turn the, the podcast off, right? And it's just back to normal. All of a sudden, well, there it is. Darkness is back, you know? How about that? That's just the way it works, right? But as you see the light from its flame, wherever you light that candle, let it remind you to continue letting the light of Jesus into your heart that you might even shine, listen, as a light for others to see. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 6. I just want to share this with you. This, this is so cool, right? There, there's, there's a couple ways to apply this to our life. I'm going to pick one, right? Check this out. For God who said, let light shine out of darkness. So, so back to Genesis 1-3. For God who said, let light shine out of darkness. God has shown our, in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So the same one that caused light to shine before the sun and the moon and the stars were made, by the way, in Genesis 1-3. The one who made light before there were any light sources, figure that one out. He's the same one that has given us spiritual light and life in our hearts. And one of the ways that that is so useful and relevant for us is that we might shine as lights for Jesus Christ that others might see. Right? And Jesus says when we do things like that, guess, guess what one of the results, one of the wonderful consequences are is that others see it. And some people will even glorify the Father in heaven because of it. So we can let the light in and God can kind of rule and reign in our own hearts fix up some things that need fixing up. I think we've all got a couple of those, right? But then at the very same time, as we, as we let that light continue to shine, man, we can help others too. We can point them to Jesus. What a beautiful thing that is. What a beautiful privilege it is to shine for Jesus that others might be helped in the way that God has helped us. Perhaps the light of Jesus that comes from you could help someone else in their darkness or with their darkness that they're dealing with in their hearts and in their lives. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it.